often we leave ourselves behind in the pursuit of this world. The acknowledgement, acceptance, and love of our true core self is rarely present, but it is the order of the day. Hi, my name is Asia, but you can call me Mawaya. And Mawaya stands for meet you where you are. And in this space, I want you to be able to look at yourself without fear, without hate, and without judgment. Transform the inside so as to transform your outside. Let's get it in. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Soul Chat Saturdays. It's your host, Mawaya, here to bring you another episode specifically about self-love. Today, I have a guest on the show, Jules. Jules, he is the founder of Sustainable Lifestyle Gardens. Um, So if you need to get your sustainable journey on very quickly, uh, this is your guy. He builds... Well, let me... I'm talking for you. Let me let you kind of talk a little bit about it. (laughs) Thank you, Asia. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My name is Jules, and I am the founder of Sustainable Lifestyle Gardens, and I'm here with the wonderful Moaya. What what is sustainable lifestyle gardens? Um, well, we we uh, build uh, all scale edible gardens, edible garden beds um, mm-hmm. for sustainability. <laughs> <laughs> I put him on the spot, so I'm sorry. All right, so uh, like I said, today we're going to be talking about self love versus selfishness. Um, I know that this is something that a lot of people are now figuring out and feeling out really because self-love has turned into the love of self, which is, which is different from self-love in my opinion. Like, um, the love of self kind can turn into a selfish endeavor, Mm. um, and an isolating one really. Um, so what, so yeah, like what sparked this was like, I saw a, um, a meme on Facebook and it said, don't find yourself 50 and alone because you uh, self-love, like, because you, basically you self-loved yourself to uh, cutting out people who didn't serve you instead of learning conflict resolution. Mm, that's deep. And, you know, definitely, yeah, like, it definitely made me think about, like, um, you know, finding who's worth going through this, the, the, the conflict resolution with and stop cutting out everybody who doesn't serve you. And like, what does yeah. that even mean? So like, now I kind of want to ask you, Jules, like, um, you're a sustainable guy, you're a natural earthy guy. Like what does self love mean to you? Right I now? think, um, <clears throat> well in the past, um, and you're asking about right now, but I think self love was, <laughs> um, I, I, I kind of uh, I, I didn't really I wasn't familiar with self love up until more so recently um, having a lack of I thought I loved myself in a sense of like I was doing things for myself but they weren't the right things that was actually nourishing myself um, they're more so coming from a selfish standpoint okay. but they weren't I, but I wasn't giving myself the love that I needed uh, so there's like levels to it, right? Yeah, I think so. What were you thinking at that time when you thought you were loving yourself, but you realized that you weren't? Like, what were you thinking? Well, uh, that this is the way I am, and this is like the way it is. Um, in reality, it it wasn't a. It's like a collision course, you know. You go, you go. 
you go through is like a not abuse. I, I, <laughs> I want to ask you something as you're thinking like that through. Yeah. Because were you to get some clarity? Were you thinking like, okay, this is the way I am. So self acceptance, like this is just the way I am, and accepting that. But you're accepting kind of like a lower part of yourself or a self that's not so loving. I I thought I was putting myself forward when really I was setting myself back. Okay. Um, in, a, in like a, doing things that I thought were nourishing me, but they were really hurting me in the sense of like, uh, let's just use alcohol for an example. Mm-hmm. I think this is something like, hey, I'm gonna do this because it makes me feel good. When reality, it's like, it's making me feel good temporarily. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was something that, uh, I was giving to myself for satisfaction purposes, but really it was negating the love that, that is, I had for myself. That is so interesting because I, when I think of like self-love, sometimes you got to be the parent of yourself yeah. and you can't let yourself indulge. So mm-hmm. yes, on one level, it's like, I, I love myself. So I want to enjoy mm-hmm. myself. I want to enjoy things. I don't want to deprive myself of experiences and things and you know, maybe it is a little bit of coping, but right now, maybe I need a drink, or maybe I need to, or maybe I just want to have fun, and, you know, but then it comes to a point of, like, there has to be a higher level part of yourself that accepts in, and it's like, no, actually loving yourself is saying no to this, because actually, you're fucking up your liver, or, yeah, you know, it, exactly. or you're not, yeah. your <laughs> obligations are falling to the wayside, and, yeah. and so this is loving to say no Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, um, so just understanding that and more so recently, uh, my self love is like taking some time, maybe, um, exercising or taking some time to listen to, uh, a good podcast or, um, reading a book and like actually nourishing myself in that way. Mm-hmm. And I guess overstanding that the things that we think we're giving to ourselves in a loving manner are really hurting us and taking away. So kind of just reframing that was something that I had to, uh, yeah. So what, what made you understand the switch? Like, was it the effects of, so we're using alcohol as the example. Um, but what if you like, let's use working out because that's something objectively good, Mm -hmm. you know, but that can also become something that actually is not self-loving. Mm-hmm. So how did you make that distinction of, okay, let me start doing better habits? Was it the fallout? Was it, did you start feeling just not 100% good in your body? Like, mm-hmm. what was your aha moment? Yeah, so I think, um, I think with that, it's like, at a certain level, you're able to uh, operate in any situation Rather, you're doing this or doing that, and you learn how to operate and um, projecting that good operations to everybody else, they'll never see um, that you are doing something that you shouldn't be doing, essentially. You know, um, even if it is working out, it's like, okay, you're working out, but you are using that as a coping mechanism. Uh, yeah, you know, if, you, if and, we're using that as the it will, well, well, I think escape. I think it comes down to like when you're using anything as an escape or coping mechanism, it becomes a lack of self love, and you can spin it as if you're caring for yourself. 
mm-hmm. and you really not but I'm sorry what was the question that you asked well kind of like what was the indicator that actually this isn't self-loving so how did you go from like okay I am loving myself because I'm allowing let's just go with the the working out even though mm-hmm. that's not your example but this is a, no, it's this fine. Is a yeah. good one because this is gonna be one. blurry for people yeah. it's like okay I am working out like I am loving myself what will be the indicator to somebody who actually objectively speaking like they're not loving themselves they're using that as a coping like what would be their trigger to be like oh actually I'm not loving myself well, so they can get out of that um, so I think for me it was it was the indicator was that I didn't feel good um, having accomplishments having achieved certain things and having mm-hmm. the accolades and people giving me the praise but knowing in the background that I'm still not nourishing myself to my fullest ability that's so deep because objectively speaking it's like yeah like working out is supposed to nourish you it's supposed to give you energy get those endorphins going make Mm -hmm. you feel good release your stress but then you're like okay well actually behind the scenes i'm still not feeling good so something is still wrong like something is still wrong but i'm putting all my energy into working out yeah i'm putting all this effort into it telling myself like i'm loving myself i'm doing the right thing but yeah i'm still unhappy Uh uh-huh and i can imagine people not wanting to let go something that on on the surface level is healthy yes like you know because they're like this is supposed to work like this is supposed to be the thing that is self-loving yeah exactly (laughs) i'm working out or i'm you know treating myself to uh, a spa day i'm getting massages or i'm you know taking vacations i'm Mm -hmm. doing what i'm supposed to do to love myself and you're still unhappy so that is i think that's a big indicator that actually you're not loving yourself yeah and something is probably very specific and unique to you that you need to be doing that's not the normal Exactly. Level one self-love. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time we get thrown like, okay, if you're eating good, if you're exercising, um, this is self-love. It's kind of like this broad, kind of like this overview of a self-love thing when really it's like the inner workings of of self. And just understand, I think taking time and just understanding what it is that you do need. You know, everybody's different. we we don't need the same things you know Mm -hmm. self-love could be you know for somebody who's using uh working out or even alcohol anything a lot of times it's like i need connection and that's Mm -hmm. like that's what i need for my self-love like in order for me to love myself i need to go and connect with people um because then i have so you know i have connection is like the number one thing that we all look for yeah and we say that we, you know, we're introverts and we say that we want to be alone. We need alone time, which is also true to recharge. But at the end of the day, you don't, you can be alone and, and not feel lonely. So that loneliness feeling keeps us like, let me occupy my mind. Let me just go Absolutely. work out. Let me go work on myself. Let me go on vacation. Yeah. But because you feel lonely, you know? And that should be the part that you're nourishing is figuring out why you're feeling this way mm-hmm. instead of just putting it on the back end mm-hmm. and continuing to occupy yourself with these different activities yeah constantly suppressing the loneliness and like ignoring it um so that brings me back to the meme that i saw which was um you know you're 50 and alone because you self-loved yourself out of relationships that were actually worth working on Mm -hmm. and because you you just conclude that they didn't serve you which Mm -hmm. even that phrase sounds so like it doesn't serve me you know and like, that's and that's where it goes into the selfish 
into the selfish yeah. aspect and it's like um not not understanding like it may be you that needs <laughs> needs to be doing something needs to be different. doing something yeah so um i think that's important it's important. It's self-reflection as well. I think self-reflection mm-hmm. is, is really important in self-love. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah. I, I wonder if it's, like, the standard should be that when a relationship is not working, to not automatically make the assumption that it's all that other person. It could be 90%, 95%, 98% that other person. Mm-hmm. But you also have to humble that self and be like, okay, I added to this dynamic in some way. There was some part of uh, this interaction mm-hmm. along the way over time that I also didn't act my best or do what I what was the most loving thing to do. Um, and sometimes that comes from like not wanting to, you're tired of being the bigger person. Maybe you're tired of like initiating the conversations. You're tired of like bringing up the things that um, are, aren't working in the relationship. And so it's just like, I like you're you feel like you're doing a, a lot but at the same time it takes two if and so I think that not necessarily mean that you have to take 100% of the blame but if you don't allow yourself to also see that you play a role in the dynamic of what takes two then it's easy to just be like all right I'm done with this mm-hmm. um you know like I want to throw this away exactly and we I mean we're in the culture of we have options of people. Hmm. And so it's easy to throw people away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's sad. <laughs> Everything's so instant. We expect that um, things are supposed to work without, like like relationships are supposed to work without putting in the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like it's just supposed to work out. It's supposed to work out. And if it doesn't work out, I'm going to just scroll to the next picture. It, essentially, yeah. It means know? that it wasn't meant to work out. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. you go scroll, you're just going to keep scrolling. Yeah next 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 in your real life and (laughs) in reality and that's taking more away from your self love than anything because now you're asking yourself what's wrong with me eventually Mm. you're like why am I not nourishing these kind of relationships and I think that's when you come into the to the point to where you're like okay let me look at self but how long is it going to take for people to even get to that point like, you know, like, I feel like you would have to, if you're on this thing of like, well, it just doesn't serve me. I gotta, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut this person off. And it's like, well, you might have to go through 10 more people before you finally is, is like, okay, like, I need to think about this. I need to like, maybe look at myself. But now you're super lonely and depressed because all these potential relationships that came into your life, mm-hmm. you just let go and Absolutely. you didn't even try. And now... You have to do some more digging and you might be alone alone for a lot longer as you work through your own stuff and when you could have had people around you yeah and i think um i think absolutely but i think it's hard to have people so so like surface and then you go deep you know Mm -hmm. so like being a surface person it's 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 simple to be on the surface and kind of just float on the water but once you start going in deep that's when it becomes difficult and i think Mm -hmm cutting people off is very surface and very shallow or not trying to nourish mm-hmm. you know um and then once once you start looking at these different things it's like okay i gotta dig deep and i think a lot of people aren't connected to their emotions enough in order to dig in order to do that work in order to look at because you know uh, it's hard that makes me like 
emotional in my in my heart because that's so yeah. sad it's like it yeah. is a lot of work to dig deeper yeah. and to really get in touch with your emotions and it and to really take that time to love on yourself and all the wrongness that you have all the relationships that you may have effed up in the past mm -hmm. and really start to see yourself more clearly and it's tough and a lot of people don't want to do that work mm -hmm. because ego is involved ego. and like uh, you know ego. Yeah, ego, is, <laughs> ego is ego don't want to be wrong ego is the enemy ego's the enemy. <laughs> well even to that's the thing it's like ego is the enemy but also it's there for a reason mm -hmm. but ego does f you up well is there to compensate is there as a compensation you know what um, you mean? i think well i think like ego compensates for things we're unfamiliar with and it's and it's a, it's a it's a, it's almost like a, a projection of what we want to be and we're not there yet so it compensates for like confidence mm -hmm. so like if you're unconfident in a certain area you may say you can do it knowing you can't but that's the ego speaking and you completely bulldoze any emotion that arises that says you can't i can't Absolutely. do this and you completely ignore that side of yes. you when that's also real like that's yes. a real emotion inside okay. of you that's saying like i can't do this yeah and you bulldoze it and instead of instead of building the confidence in that space mm -hmm. and then separating your ego from that because if somebody says um um you know you're rich or uh, i don't know i'm uh, ego ego yeah. is just ego is just a very tough thing and, and understanding that like it's okay not to be at that space i think that's yes. what's important and ego compensates for that void this is why i call myself a wire because it's meet you where you are you can't have your ego bridging gaps and jumping leaps yeah. when you leave your emotional inner child or your fears behind mm -hmm. or your you know your loneliness or your you know you leave all that behind for the sake of like getting somewhere mm -hmm. which is really your ego driving you there and it's a shell it's a it's empty it's a shell it has yeah. no it's like full of hot air like yeah. and then <laughs> and the slightest prick is yep. gonna blow it all up and Absolutely. now you're back <laughs> and all that progress you thought you made you realize that you actually didn't make any progress at all. And I think that's what comes <laughs> into the downfall of you destroying relationships is because there's no substance. Mm -hmm. The ego has, has kind of built you up to this person that you're really not. And then understanding like, okay, there's more to this than that. Mm -hmm. That's where the that's where the work starts. Uh, and, and it's so like I can I really hope that people are really doing this work. I know there's a lot of people out there doing it and really because at this point I don't we're at a point where we have to have strong foundations and things. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just BS your way through anymore because people are the internet is so vast at this point and everybody can do literally anything that they want to. They put in the time and the effort. So like they're gonna like it's gonna show eventually down the line you're not gonna be able to sustain certain things if you didn't actually build a good foundation you're not gonna be able to sustain relationships if you didn't build a good foundation because there's just too much information out there at this point mm -hmm. um yeah you can fake it on social media but it's only gonna go so far because you didn't build a foundation underneath it and the more and more social media becomes a big thing the more the more and more lonely we feel and so it's just showing us that the connections that we have are fake yes like our internal world is about to explode like everything that's inside of us is about to be in our faces mm -hmm. 
and we can't ignore it because it's like you have to get your foundation together we can't keep pushing forward at the weight the rate that we're doing look at the state of like the earth and like i know i just like to connect it to like the bigger yeah things because it's all i think it's all a reflection yeah so like think about earth and global warming and like how we're just putting band-aids on things yeah. like our ego keeps trying to push us forward into the future and technology and all these things but we haven't even dealt with yeah. the hurt and the pain that we put on this earth the animals the the global warming the car the you know all these things and we haven't even dealt with that. We mm -hmm. just put band-aids on it and it's gonna blow up in our faces. Absolutely. Like and we're gonna and be like, oh shoot. Don't know how to fix it. <laughs> and we don't know how to fix it. But that's yeah. that's the thing. Anytime like something blows up or a wound that's infected just like kind of explodes, uh -huh. you gotta clean that stuff out and you gotta start, start over. over. You yeah. gotta start over. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people don't know how to hit the, the start over. Or they they're not they're scared to do it and they don't want they don't want to be proactive about it. They don't want to be proactive about it. But they're going to be forced to do it. Yeah. It's going to be a forcing, a yeah. reckoning. But you see that in your, your individual lives, right? When you realize, like, the relationships that you actually did want are falling apart. Mm -hmm. And you don't know how to how to save them. You've hurt this person. They're ready to leave. They're leaving. And you're like, what happened? What went wrong? And it was like all these little things along the way where you could have done something more loving you could have done a check-in you could have done something that was vulnerable and you decided not to because you wanted ego you wanted to choose that oh nothing's wrong like or they're just tripping or mm -hmm. whatever and it's like well every step of the way that you ignore you get further and further down the line with nothing underneath you get it further further away and from you, mm -hmm. the solution from the solution yeah. until it's like now they're gone like maybe you can get them back or you're gonna have to like start over yes and Absolutely. on a better foundation of like, what did I do wrong? As a new what person. What could I do? Yeah, with a new, as a new person, going in with meeting a new person, possibly. Yes, absolutely. And you got to do something different. And so it is very tough. It's like, it's so much easier to throw people away and like not, yeah. you know, deal with it. But you're going to be alone and lo you're gonna not only alone, you're going to be lonely. Yes. You're going to be lonely. <laughs> and that's what we don't want. We don't want people to be lonely. Yeah. You know, be alone. That's community, cool. being being amongst a community, being amongst you know common unity is mm -hmm. important. You know what I mean? And yeah. everybody kind of getting on that same pattern of just always. I guess I think it's really just like taking time and just going back and reflecting. I think reflection is important. Looking in the mirror, mm -hmm. I had a hard time looking in the mirror for a long time because mm -hmm. I just knew that I didn't. Uh, I was like, you know. Like, dang, I'm not liking who I see. Like, I feel okay, you know what I mean? But when I look at myself, it's like, okay, I know I'm not giving myself everything. I know with me not giving myself the love and care that I need, I'm unable to project that. Mm -hmm. So I would hurt people along the way. In reality, I was hurt. It's like hurt people hurt people. Which you know? is so true. Hurt people hurt people. Man. So I wonder, you know... I want to give some maybe some tips and we're not experts we're not you know like we are just people who can observe and think a lot about these things and you know what is it let's just try to come up with some some tips of like what we what people can do differently uh -huh. in their relationship so they don't end up 50 and lonely and yeah. not dealing with things that don't serve them <laughs> you know um, I have a recent thing that happened in my friendships because friendships is a big deal to me like that's bigger than anything and where I felt some type of way, I felt slighted and I was making a lot of assumptions and I have a lot, I have work to do in that space. 
and I was making some assumptions and my old self would create stories in my mind and get make myself upset and then never say anything and either I would get over it and not like nothing was wrong Mm-hmm. Or I would just stop talking to that person. I would literally cut them out. And it was like, and they might not, maybe they knew what they were doing or maybe they had no idea. And I didn't even give them a chance. And so, you know, I have definitely saw that about myself and it was very uncomfortable to like realize that about myself. Cause I'm like, friendships are a big deal to yeah. me. Like, and I let, and I didn't know how to do it. So right? what, what was something that you, that so, you. So this time around, I actually, even though I didn't know how to do it in a very tactful way, I did like voice myself. Uh-huh. That was to me was a step. I like, I'm not like, I made these assumptions and I didn't know they were assumptions until I talked it out, which was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I had to trust, I had to trust that this person, that's another big thing is like trusting that when you are vulnerable and when you do want to reconcile something in a relationship, that that other person will meet you and not make you out to be a bad person and not demonize you for where you are. So that takes a lot of love and, and, and care about each other. And um, so my friend does care about me and yeah. I should have known better, but my mind wanted to believe, wanted to go on the defense and be like, oh no, you know? So. And so she told me that, like, I hear you and I'm sorry, like, that was, it wasn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry that, you know, but I'm glad you brought it up to me. And I was like, thank God. Like, I was so nervous that she was going to, like, blow up on me or, like, completely just, like, you, you just trip it, like, go off on me, you know, or something. And she didn't do that. <laughs> she really did meet me with love. And I was like, girl, you're a real one. Thank you. Yeah. And that just builds up my confidence to keep. To, to build that trust in that yes. relationship, but also like, all right, I can bring up things that I'm feeling because we don't want, we need to validate ourselves first. Like, Absolutely. Even if my thoughts were not in reality, I'm still having them. Yes. So I need to validate that. I need to like lay that out on the table. Like I am thinking this, I am feeling this. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did differently. I, like actually said something and now with her, I know to like not jump to those conclusions automatically. And if I still am feeling some type of way, I can come to her more loving and not so like, <laughs> yeah. like I feel some type of way that that this happened. Like that's kind of how I came to her. So she met me with love. So something <laughs> out of that I took was uh, uh, communication mm-hmm. was important. Mm-hmm. Like active communication. Active communication. And yes. then um, vulnerability. Which Those is so are hard. two, and and you know, ego compensates for that vulnerability because we're like, oh, you know, it wasn't me, it was them, mm-hmm. but without active communication we're unable to understand the other side mm-hmm. so i think that you know that was yeah it, i had to be proactive about it i could yeah. not just sit there and like ignore yeah. that side of myself Asia, you're tripping ignore that but also being vulnerable to 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 that hurt mm-hmm. or being vulnerable to allow them to voice however they're feeling you know mm-hmm. instead of not yeah and be willing to hear it and not mm-hmm. just making the assumptions um that this is what it is yeah on her side she could have gotten defensive yeah because because she, she could have been like why are you assuming this about me like yeah. don't you know me better and she didn't even act like that so she received what i said mm-hmm. so it takes two in that relationship you know it takes her to also be vulnerable and mm-hmm. be like Asia, like, I hear you, and I'm in, you know, she didn't have to apologize, but she was like, I'm so sorry that you had made that assumption, because she understands. We talked about, yeah. you know, all that stuff, so she yeah. knows, and 
she had to also be willing to hear how certain things can come off. And if she wasn't willing to hear that type of stuff, and maybe there's some things that she could also tweak, then, and not saying that, you know, she has to, but like in, in a different situation where maybe she did do something on purpose or maybe, you know, like she has to be willing to hear about herself mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this relationship is worth it to where I'm going to listen to how, how I'm making you feel. And maybe I, there is something I can do for me. Or maybe it's your problem, but we can talk about it. But we can talk about it. You know, yeah. maybe it's just your perception and that actually I can't do anything differently. But to be able to talk about that is important and everybody has to be humble in that situation and vulnerable. Yes. So. And even, <laughs> and, and what I like about Mariah is that even if the other party is not in the same space that you're in, mm-hmm. you're able to understand that you're meeting them where they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it's, it's like kind of that that it's like okay, if we're over here and I'm over there, let's try to bridge that gap. And if it's a lack of communication on my end or lack of vulnerability on my end, then I'm gonna go ahead and take the first step in communicating and being vulnerable to whatever response comes. To whatever, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be good willing, or bad. Yeah, you gotta be willing to hear that. Yeah. And, and and I think what's good about that is it allows whomever um, to understand like okay they are doing the work or you know maybe I am and it looks it, it, like it, it allows them to analyze themselves as well mm-hmm. you know everybody's because a, a whole self-reflective moment for everybody like okay yeah. where and, but that's where you fine tune so you know I want to I have a question but I want to see if you had an example of where you see that you could do better relationships or where you have learned (laughs) 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 um yeah um okay so you said what was the question well like if you had an example where you may have done something different in the past but you learned and now you chose a different action to to really foster relationships yeah yeah apologizing Mm mm-hmm Apologizing. Ah, was something that, that, yeah, something that I never necessarily thought was necessary. You know, um, I would apologize in certain situations, but even even being the bigger person, even if I don't feel like it's always my fault, taking that step and saying, you know what, I apologize for whatever actions I did that created this particular scenario. I want to take the time to put that out there. And then how that's received from somebody else is, you know, so apologizing, apologizing and and not necessarily apologizing for the way that they feel, but apologizing for my part in their feelings. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother conversation that I definitely want to bring onto this show, too. So I have to have you back. But yeah. about feelings and owning, yeah. you know, <laughs> yes, I feel it's my feelings. I feel this way. And you're not responsible for how I'm feeling, yeah. but also at the same time you can be responsible for how I'm feeling. Like, yes. So that could be a whole other conversation. But I love that. So apologizing that is hard. Yeah, apologizing sometimes is very hard. And it's apologizing like, to yourself too. Yeah. Telling yourself, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. self. And 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 mm. and you know, and I think checking in, checking in. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's checking in with a friend or, you know, whomever, but checking in with yourself. And the same how you ask, how do you feel? Or, like, how did I make you feel? Mm-hmm. You got to ask yourself that, too. Yeah. Like, how are you feeling, self? Yeah. You know, like, what are some things that, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's important. 
cool, cool, cool. So definitely, so takeaways from this and, you know, vulnerability, being willing to say I'm sorry, being yes. willing to speak up, be willing to put yourself on the line and trusting that the other person is going to receive you and not you know add fuel to the fire so if you're on fire and you need to be seen and heard by the other person and maybe you don't even do it in a tactful way like hopefully they can be water mm -hmm. and like all right i see you even though it might not even be about me mm -hmm. i'm gonna help you pull down and we're gonna talk about this yes. because i value this relationship so how do we know then when we really should cut somebody out of our <laughs> um, you know, like, cause I, think, I mean, obviously we can't prepare everything. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> I think knowing it is when when the work on your end has is, is being consistently done and it's not being reciprocated. Mm. And and I wouldn't say cut them out of your lives forever because you know once again we're gonna meet them where they're at mm -hmm. and maybe they're not maybe they're in that space you know they're not in that space right now maybe they have other things going on in their life that are not allowing them to be in that space so I think just like saying that it's okay and knowing that it's okay and just understanding that it is okay that they're not there mm -hmm. maybe they're not maybe at this particular time we're unable to continue this relationship yeah you know um but keeping that space open mm. for them is important you know because at a point i wasn't where i am now and i'm sure i'll get further and i won't be where i am today you know mm. but like I think if I had a friend that I've ruined relationships with as I get there and understand that that I can go back and say you know what I do realize where my flaws were and 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 I would hope that they kept that space open for me to re initiate yeah, yeah. yeah to, to start yeah. new so I think uh, cutting them out is sometimes energies just you know they can't be so draining. Um, but like at a certain point, it's like, okay, mm -hmm. once they do get to that space, um, I think keeping that, uh, uh, allowing that space to maybe reopen. Okay. You know? So you're speaking it from your side of things. Like if I wanted to come back into somebody's life, I will hope that they keep that space open. Yeah. What about on the flip side? Like, are there anybody, cause I can think of a few people in my life where I'm like, no, I'm no. gonna keep that door closed. Well. Um, it's probably because of their their particular framing and their particular perspective at that time. Or I just don't maybe trust that they have that. Or I think maybe more so is like I don't want to hold my breath that they have yeah. that they will come back eventually. So maybe for the person that had to remove somebody from their life, don't 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 expect don't expect them don't, to come no, no, back the expectation, and change. Well, the thing we shouldn't you know. expect anything. Mm. Um, because sometimes we revert, you know, we may be right here a certain day and then, you know, a few, it's like we may have backtracked a little bit, but like mm. it's a part of life and understanding that, but no expectations um, because they may never come back. Yeah. Don't be holding your heart out like, yeah, maybe. And it's yeah. like baby girl or, yeah. or baby boy. Like, yeah. uh -uh. Just you got to, you know, on ideal situation, yeah. they would, but Everybody takes their own time to change Absolutely. and really reflect. And some people just feel too shamed to even try to come back. Ego. You know, is their ego. And they like, they are sorry, but they don't know how to reinitiate 
and um, they just will do better for the next person in their life. Absolutely. And maybe that that particular situation was for the next person. Mm-hmm. It may have not have been yeah, for your situation. That's big. Yeah. You know, maybe 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 whatever happened within that, even if that door stays closed between you and the individual, maybe they're able to go and show up to somebody else in such a better way that it's helping them mm-hmm. and that's okay. And that that You're pawn of the universe. Yeah, it shouldn't make you feel, you know, (laughs) I think it shouldn't make you feel like it shouldn't be like, well, why couldn't they do that with me or why it's just, it's just seasons and reasons. Seasons and reasons. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Seasons and reasons. Seasons and reasons. And I'm sure they learned something in that too. Absolutely. We take a little something from from every situation, rather good or bad. And I think just consistently evolving Mm -hmm. and consistently tweaking is important. Yeah, constant fine tuning of our journey yes. because it is a journey, not a destination. That's cliche. cliche <laughs> it is a journey, and that's all there is. There yeah. isn't a destination. It yeah. literally just keeps going and going and going and Keep going. going. So, <laughs> so cool, cool, cool. So, hopefully, y'all were able to take something away from this Soul Chat Saturday um, about relationships, self love versus selfishness. There's so much more that goes in that can we can go into, but it's already we already at over half an hour, so we just gonna end it here. I gotta <laughs> wow, upload that this. Was quick. It, I know, right? Yeah, exactly. That was good. Okay. It, 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 we can keep going and going. But hopefully I'll learn something. Learn who you can cut out. Like you mentioned about if they're not showing up, if they're not I have one other thing about that. Yes. Knowing who to cut out. If you do come to them in a vulnerable moment and you are trying to repair the relationship and they completely make you wrong and they completely blow it up in your face, I think that you can take some time away from that person. I would stop trying at mm-hmm. that point because you yeah. tried. And if they aren't able to, it's a ter- it's a, to me it's a, it's a type of quality of a person. And yes. anybody can be this type of person, but it takes self-reflection. But if they're not willing to they're ready to deflect 100% and like make you a problem for you being vulnerable and voicing yourself then they're probably the problem then yeah like I don't know if you can do much more other than drain yourself to keep trying that so alright I just wanted to make pop back into my mind so anyways anything else you wanted to add to this conversation before we we I just want to say um, thank you Moai for having me on the the, the podcast today this is great Um, shout out to your business one more time sustainable lifestyle gardens Um, you can follow me on Instagram sustainable lifestyle gardens Mm -hmm. and uh, check out our website sustainable lifestyle gardens dot earth dot earth um, all right, thank y'all for tuning in. If you're listening to this on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, go ahead and give me five stars, thumbs up, follow, do all those things. Um, just helps me reach more people, helps me stay connected to you. Um, if you want to respond to this episode, you can uh, email me at tribe at mawaiatribe.com. You can find me on Instagram at mawaiatribe. Um, Mawaiya is spelled M Y W Y A. Um, you can also find me on YouTube. I'll drop a video of this on YouTube um, at Mawaii Tribe. So all consistent for you. And uh, thank you so much. We will see you next week.